Welcome back to the Essentially You podcast, all about reinventing your health with safer, cheaper, more effective natural solutions and powerful lifestyle changes so that you become the CEO of your health. I am your host, Dr. Marisa Snyder. What if stubborn weight is a symptom of something else, something bigger? For two years, I addressed my stubborn weight gain as a root cause, and I wasn't seeing the bigger picture. I didn't understand why I gained 15 pounds in six months without changing my diet or my exercise plan or not adding anything to my routine. Now, initially, I thought I was struggling with chronic stress because I was working on my newest book, and it was my first big book, and I was also finishing up sharing my sixth book among a lot of other projects. My business was growing quickly, and we were just trying to keep up. But after implementing my stress protocols, things got a tiny bit better, but still I felt crappy and the weight, well, it didn't come off. Not one pound. I just wanted to get back into that summer dress from the summer before. Let's be honest, it was multiple dresses that I was trying to get back into because summer dresses are how I love to live. Now I look back at pictures from two years ago and my face was so puffy and inflamed but I just couldn't see it. All I could do was focus on my weight and no matter how hard I worked out, the scale continued to climb. Especially when I worked out the hardest, it seemed that it continued to climb. No matter how much I tried to address the weight head on, I found myself back at square one like a vicious cycle. Weight is often a symptom of something bigger. If you're addressing it as though it's the root cause, you'll continually spin your wheels just like I did. While it may be on the forefront of your mind, addressing the causative factors behind it should be your focus, not the weight. And while it might be the thing you can't stop thinking about when you try to get into those jeans or you're looking in the mirror, addressing the root cause should always be the focus because the weight is usually a symptom of what else is going on. Now, getting to the root cause and rebalancing your body is the first step on your healing journey. When I was officially diagnosed with hypothyroid due to Hajimoto's thyroiditis last summer, it all began to make sense. It was as though all of the pieces that were missing were about to come together. My weight gain was a symptom of my low thyroid function and cellular inflammation. And getting to the root cause was the only thing that mattered to me at that point. And in an instant, I knew that my stubborn weight was one of my many symptoms for subclinical hyperthyroid, and it all just came clear. Not only that, but the sluggish digestion, the brain fog, the anxiousness, the stress, the cracked heels, the dry skin, the low libido, the fatigue, the thinning eyebrows, especially the thinning eyebrows, they are still thin to this day. And here's the deal. Weight resistance is a byproduct of inflammation in the body. The question we need to be asking ourselves is, what is causing the inflammation? Well, as I've shared on a couple of the podcasts and I've had other incredible experts come on, such as Dr. Jessica Petros, where she talks about stealth infections in episode 85, and Palmer Kippola, who discusses root causes for autoimmunity in episode 89. And the six major root causes that we see often when trying to figure out what's causing inflammation of the body are stealth and latent infections, viruses, parasites, mold, Lyme, candida, 
Number two, heavy metals, because yes, heavy metals have a profound impact on how the body functions, especially your thyroid, especially your brain. Number three, environmental toxins, pesticides, plastics, petroleum. We think about these as massive, not only endocrine disruptors, but neurological disruptors, and they create havoc in the microbiome. Number four, and probably the gasoline that I was pouring on all of it, is chronic stress. That's a big player. It's why I talk about it so much on this podcast. I cannot talk about it enough because it's the thing that's driving so much of what's going on in the body when it comes to inflammation. Number five, nutritional deficiencies. Now, nutritional deficiencies are typically caused because of the first four. However, when we are lacking core vitamins, minerals, and nutrients, antioxidants, polyphenols in the body, oh my goodness, everything hits the fan. So nutrient deficiencies definitely make the list here. And then number six, and normally I pair this with chronic stress, but it really deserves a category in its own right, and that is emotional trauma. Here's the thing, that every single one of us at one point in our time, we we have a story. We've got trauma. We've seen things or have had things done to us that has had a major impact on our life and a major impact on our physiology. Now, as you can imagine, my diagnosis was a, bit, was a big wake-up call for me. And as I mentioned, it was right at the end of writing my newest book, The Essential Oils Hormone Solution. And honestly, although I was initially devastated. The timing was a blessing. Last summer, I was finalizing my hormone rescue program in part three of the book, which I am excited to get into in a few weeks during my summer book club on Instagram and Facebook. Have you had a chance to join me on the summer book club? I have been having so much fun with you guys, and it's still a great time to join if you're only hearing about it for the first time and you haven't joined yet because, well, it's the summertime and time's busy. I will have links on to Instagram and Facebook so that you can get amazing tips and updates and even join in on the Facebook Lives and the Insta Lives to ask me questions and to really deep dive into this book. Now, during that time last summer, when I finally got the diagnosis, I was also building my 14-day hormone detox jumpstart program, and I modified the recipes, the meal plan, the foods all to take into account hormonal imbalance, inflammation, and autoimmunity. And it has been a game changer for me and thousands of women just like you. Now, the reason why I changed it is I realized one big thing, that if I didn't know I had an autoimmune condition for so long, how many other women have no idea as well? Or if inflammation is playing a role in some other way inside of the body, I felt like it was my responsibility to go back in and basically create a program that was going to address gut, liver, and cellular health right out the gate. Now, this program is something that I follow pretty much 100% of the time in my Hajimoto's healing journey because it addressed inflammation head on. And I can't wait to share the details with you later on in the show about how this whole program works. But first, I want to take a moment and celebrate your wins. One particular healing rock star is Lana, and I'm excited to shout out her win that she shared on Instagram just a couple days ago. This is what Lana had to say. I discovered your podcast back in January when I heard you on JJ Virgin's podcast talking about essential oils. From then, I subscribed to your amazing show. You have helped me not only feel like I 
was not alone with my perimenopause journey, but taught me how to use essential oils and how they could help. I have been using some of your blends and have found some great relief. Another big step for me was the self-care and learning to say no and making hard but beneficial decisions for my health. Episode 57 specifically spoke to me tremendously. I am a work in progress and I'm happy to keep learning from you and to share my success. Well, Lana, you are so special, and I just want to say thank you so much for not only sharing what you've learned, sharing what's had a big impact on you, but that you are feeling like you're saying no, you're stepping into that self-care, you're stepping into your power, and you're using wonderful solutions for your perimenopause. I am so excited to hold space for you on your continued healing journey. Now, if you guys were wondering what episode 56 was all about, it was three critical reasons why your hormones need a detox. And it's funny because we're really talking about today. Although she was asking for episode 57 and it was with Dr. Samantha, which is overcoming overwhelm, dismantle your stress from the inside out. Ooh, that was a powerful episode. Both episodes were really good, but yes, overcoming overwhelm, that is a big one. I just told you guys, it's a root cause, right, to inflammation inside of the body. Goodness knows it has been one of my biggest root causes, that is for sure. Well, if you are listening, I would love to shout you out too. You can reach out to me via Instagram, Facebook, or simply review this podcast on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you love to plug into. That way, we rise up together. We reach out and we support women because that is how we create our power is through community. By sharing these episodes with women that you love, with people that you want to connect with, this is how we step into our power. This is how we become the CEO of our health. And I don't know about you, but sign me up for that. All right, well, let's jump back into resetting your hormones naturally in 14 days. I know it sounds hard to believe, but I promise you can make some great strides in 14 days. And I'm excited to give you some tips to get you started and also share with you an exact blueprint on how to do it with a great community and with my support. Now, it's no big surprise that many women are struggling with hormonal imbalances. The biggest issues that I hear from women every single day are constant exhaustion, unexplained weight gain, unrelenting stress, brain fog, sleep issues, crazy cravings, and low libido, just to name a few. As I look at that list, I can see myself in that list, and I bet you can see yourself in a couple of those as well. But today, I'm here to let you in on a little secret. You are not alone. Every woman at some point in her life goes through a period of wondering what is happening to my energy or looks in the mirror and thinks to themselves, this isn't my body. I don't normally feel this way. And here's the deal. Hormones are running the show and they are the first to throw up the white flag when things hit the fan. And that's why you're experiencing the exhaustion, the unexplained weight gain, the stress, the brain fog, the sleep issues, the cravings, the low libido, the anxiousness. And the big three hormones that really create internal chaos, well, can you guess which three hormones they are? I'll let you take a moment and think about that before I throw them down. They may be a surprise to you. See, when most people hear hormones, 
they think reproduction, estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone. And these hormones are very, very important, especially for us as women, even testosterone, although super important for men. But they are what I call downstream hormones. The three hormones that are running the show, I mean in every single cell in the body, are going to be insulin, cortisol, and thyroid. When this trio is off balance, everything is thrown off, including estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone, and other hormones as well. Today is all about the hormone inflammation connection, and we are going to dive into the first step to addressing the hormone inflammation connection, and I'm going to be sharing with you how to jumpstart your hormones in 14 days. So let's first address these big hormone players because they are intimately interconnected and stress can be a trigger for each and every one of them. Let's first start with thyroid. Now, thyroid This is an area of topic that we have been covering at length. I even, I'm bringing on Angie Altum next week or later on this week to talk about, you know, autoimmunity. And we're going to be talking about the thyroid because it plays such a big role in all of it. Now, your thyroid is the gas pedal of your metabolism, managing how fast or how slow you burn calories, how you regulate temperature, how you regulate your digestive system. I mean, the thyroid is controlling a lot of the show in the background. Now, when your thyroid is sluggish, let's say hypothyroid, it can cause weight gain, fluid retention, hair loss or thinning, depression, constipation, amongst other problems. The root causes that I mentioned earlier are often the reason why your thyroid is sluggish, but stress is always an additional root cause. Why? Because the adrenals and the thyroid are intimately connected. And when the body is stressed, cortisol becomes out of balance, which causes the thyroid to be out of balance. Think about it. When you are in fight or flight mode or sympathetic dominance, you need those metabolic reserves to either fight or flight. And that's when cortisol cracks the whip on thyroid so that you can rev up for survival mode. You can imagine if cortisol continues to crack the whip multiple times a day, your thyroid is going to really get beat down very quickly. Now, number two is insulin. I bet you didn't think insulin was going to make this list, but insulin has a very big connection to all these other hormones and, as you guys know, can lead to a lot of devastating impact in chronic conditions over time. Now, insulin is a fat storage hormone. Insulin tells the body to store fat. It also inhibits lipolysis, fat burning. Insulin resistance or blocks means your cells cannot absorb extra blood glucose in the body to generate from the food that you eat. Then what happens, your liver converts glucose into fat. Now, insulin resistance usually causes weight gain, sugar addiction, cravings, mood swing, brain fog, and metabolic syndrome, and then down the line can even cause things like diabetes and cardiovascular disease. Now, a major regulator of insulin is cortisol, and this is how it works. I bet you didn't know that cortisol actually regulates insulin. Yes, it does. So when the body is stressed, the adrenals produce cortisol, which provides the body with glucose via the liver. This energy can help in an emergency moment But the thing is, is that elevated cortisol over time consistently produces glucose, leading to increased blood sugar levels. In an ever-stressed, fast-paced lifestyle, our bodies are pumping out cortisol almost constantly throughout the day. This means you can actually increase your risk for type 2 diabetes just from stress alone. You don't even need to be eating any sugar at all. Let me repeat, stress is literally like eating a cupcake. 
Now, continued stress and blood sugar imbalance can also lead to thyroid disease, autoimmune disease, a sluggish thyroid, chronic fatigue, hormonal imbalance, nutrient deficiencies, estrogen dominance, and the list goes on and on and on. And this is one of the reasons I talk about stress so much on the podcast, especially how it relates to thyroid disease. I know that stress is one of the biggest root causes for my thyroid disease, and I know that it was literally the fuel that I kept pouring on that fire over all those years. Now, in today's busy modern world, I don't think there is a single person that can say that they don't struggle with stress or anxiousness on a daily or weekly basis. So let's talk about stress. Well, let's talk about the hormone that's kind of running the show there. Now, cortisol is not the bad guy. Cortisol regulates insulin. It regulates the immune system. It regulates cognitive function. I mean, cortisol is doing a lot of wonderful things for us. It's only when cortisol is getting abused by lifestyle that we tend to see a problem. So 90% of the time, I find that the main hormone that's out of whack is cortisol, which ends up disrupting other hormones, as I just mentioned, insulin and thyroid, and your body makes cortisol in response to stress. But most of us run around stressed too much of the time, and our cortisol is off as a result. On average, we go into sympathetic dominance. That means we are in survival mode 50 times a day. We can easily get triggered into that all the time, depending on what is going on in our life. Now, high or deregulated cortisol levels wreak havoc over the whole entire system, depleting our happy brain chemicals like serotonin, robbing us of our sleep, making us store fat, especially in our belly. High cortisol is likewise linked to fatigue, food addiction, and cravings. Now, the physical toll caused by increased levels of chronic stress can be extensive. The activation of the HPA axis changes the body's response to short-term stress, including cortisol-released and an increase in blood glucose and free fatty acids. In a chronic fashion, these effects mount and become harmful. Consider the following from the Journal of Hormones in 2009. Quote, unquote, stress can lead to overeating, co-elevation of cortisol and insulin, and a suppression of certain anabolic hormones, such as thyroid. This state of metabolic stress in turn promotes abdominal visceral fat. Both the direct stress response and the accumulation of visceral fat can promote mili of systemic inflammation and oxidative stress. In short, what the research is saying is that chronic stress responses can create hormonal changes that promote obesity, chronic disease states, and even increase mortality rates. Yikes. That is a lot to take in. So it's time, I don't know about you, but I'm ready to reverse this domino effect. So where do you start? How do you reset your hormones and reduce the inflammation? Or jumpstart your metabolism? And can you do it through diet alone? These are questions that I get all of the time, every single day. Well, the best way to get your hormones back on track, to reduce inflammation and to lose that stubborn weight is to correct the hormonal imbalances with how you eat, move, create rituals, and utilize essential oils and supplements. That is in the nutshell, the whole kit and caboodle about how to get the body back on track. Start with mindset. If you don't believe that you deserve to be well, you aren't going to focus on healing the body. Self-care is built into eating, moving, and rituals, and how you use tools to get your body back on track. Repeat after me. I deserve to be healthy. I deserve to honor my body with self-care. I deserve to fuel my body with the right foods. 
How does that feel? That feels so good to me. Now that we are locked into the right mindset for healing, let's talk about food. Diet and lifestyle modifications are powerful strategies to regulate the immune system, balance hormones, and reverse chronic disease and heal the body. Over 80% of inflammation that is brewing the body can be healed with food. That's right. Food is the ticket along with lifestyle practices, but it has to be the right foods, as you can imagine. Hormone-loving foods are key, and it's no surprise inflammatory foods have got to go. As my dear friend Dr. Cole said in a recent interview, food is either taking you closer or further away from inflammation. And believe me when I say that the idea of giving up certain foods can be and feel challenging. It was definitely challenging for me. Now, the initial questions that come up when I talk about a 14-day hormone jumpstart is, what is there left to eat? How can I make delicious food with limited items? How I survive without my comfort foods? And how I find time to cook? My 14-day hormone detox jumpstart is a product of my own struggles with hormonal imbalance and inflammation. It was born out of the fact that I had an inflammatory autoimmune disease and knew that the way that I was living at that time was not going to get me well. Something needed to dramatically change and food was the first step. It was during that time that I initially felt lost in my own health struggles, not knowing exactly what was fueling my immune response, but that my gut was playing a big role in it, and I knew that certain foods were impairing my gut, especially my small intestine, where we bring in all of that nutrition into the bloodstream. As I eliminated the big inflammatory players for several weeks, we're talking about 60 days, I started to get my energy back and I felt like I had my life back. I remember crying tears of relief that I had cracked the code to my illness and I was on that road towards healing. And I want that for you too. So I put on my research hat and got to work. When I built this program last summer, I kept asking myself, what do you need to heal? How do you put out the inflammation fire? And how can I create something with ease and grace that wouldn't significantly disrupt your life too much? and my 14-day hormone detox protocol was born. It's amazing what 14 days of eating only hormone-loving foods can do for your gut, your liver, your thyroid, your brain, and, well, all the cells in the body. Here is how you get started. Hope you got a pen and paper. If not, you can always go back and listen. Here we go. The first step is to remove the inflammatory foods in phases over the course of seven to 10 days. Now, if you need more time than this, by all means, you can definitely take more time. In the first phase, you're gonna be removing these foods, and these are the biggest heavy inflammatory foods, so they have to go first. It's gonna be all grains, corn, dairy, processed foods, and fats. So all of that goes within a, you know seven to five days. Grains, corn, dairy, processed foods, and fats. The second phase of removal is going to be red meat, eggs, sugar, and alcohol. And then the third phase is going to be coffee and nightshade veggies if you cannot tolerate them or need a break from them. Especially if you're dealing with an autoimmune condition, nightshades could be inflammatory and could be creating a leaky gut or gut dysbiosis. In a nutshell, you are avoiding during the 14-day hormone reset, red meat and conventionally produced meats, sugar and artificial sweeteners, caffeinated beverages except for green tea, grains, gluten and corn, dairy, 
processed foods and fats, especially hydrogenated vegetables and artificial trans fats, and alcoholic drinks. Once you've eliminated the inflammatory foods before the 14-day hormone reset, I am going to provide you some rules and some tips to create success. Now, I know it seems like a lot of foods to get rid of, but I promise you this is the path towards wellness. This is how we quell that inflammation. So here are the tips. Number one, eat protein at every meal. You're aiming for a total of 60 to 70 grams of protein each day between three meals. And protein can be beans, lentils, wild-caught fish, free-range pasture chicken, turkey, wild game, whatever works, just no red meat or conventionally produced meat. Number two, eating seven to 10 servings of veggies per day. We're looking at 30 to 40 grams of fiber per day, and it's designed to make sure that you're consuming at every single meal. So trying to put vegetables in every single meal, you'd be, you'd be surprised at how easy that actually can be. Number three, you're eliminating sugar and sugar substitutes. So avoid these sugars, white table sugar, honey, agave, splenda, brown sugar, molasses, and maple syrup. The only sweetener that is approved is gonna be stevia. Number four is eat low glycemic index foods and fruits. So the point here is that we really wanna make sure that we're resetting the insulin, your, your insulin hormone, And the best way we do that is to limit the sugar intake, even with fruits, because fruits are fructose and your liver has to break that down into glucose. And we want to make sure the liver's healing, not feeling sluggish. So the fruit list is apples, berries, avocados, olives, lemons, and limes. So you're avoiding fruits like bananas, mangoes, grapes, melon, pineapples, peaches, even oranges. You know, we're looking for low glycemic index foods with a GI index of 50 or less. Number five, you are cutting out caffeine and alcohol. And I normally have women, I usually have women and families. I mean, my husband's done this too. The men are not excluded. Usually about seven days to five days out. That way, when you're in the program or when you're in the elimination, you're not having a big moment. You're not getting crazy headaches because of the caffeine. Alcohol is a no-brainer. Alcohol taxes the system. So it's gone entirely. The only thing that I make an exception for is green tea. You can do a little bit of caffeine with green tea or matcha green tea because I'm such a big matcha drinker and matcha is so good for the body. Number six is eat every four to six hours. The goal is to reset your insulin levels and burn fat. So I'm not recommending snacks because they will sabotage your hormones and sabotage the inflammation reset. If you're feeling hungry between meals, I normally recommend a 16-ounce glass of water with a tablespoon of chia seeds. This will not only curb your hunger, but it will help create the results you desire. Also, make sure that you're getting enough protein into your diet at every meal so that you stay full between meals. So ideally, you're eating breakfast, you're eating lunch, and you're eating dinner, and that's it. There's no snacks between. The water with the chia seeds can really help with that. Number seven, being mindful of how you eat. So it's just as important about how you eat as is what you eat. So chew your food, and I mean really chew it. Slow down, enjoy the flavors, the textures, the subtleties, the deliciousness. Let your body and mind know that there is no famine, no no scarcity here. This will help reset your cortisol levels so that your body properly distributes the nutrients and allows the body to function properly. Being mindful of how you eat and discover what a difference it can make, right? We oftentimes, I know me included, I used to rush to eat food as fast as humanly possible. It's like a little little chickmunk. I don't know if chickmunks have to actually eat that fast, but it definitely felt like I was eating very, very fast. And I, I would even, this is how 
this is how crazy it was for me. I would time myself because I had such an efficient schedule that I would give myself this little window to eat and I would shove all this food in my face and then literally run out the door. I mean, how many times have we eaten while we're walking or we're eating standing, right? So let's be being mindful. This has been such a big lesson for me. One, I eat a lot less because I'm mindful about what I eat. And it's not stressful on the system, which is what we're trying to avoid to begin with. And number eight, have essential oil blends ready for emergency moments, such as stress, fatigue, and cravings. Because remember, cravings are an unmet need, usually due to stress and fatigue. Now, my go-to cravings blend is one that I use all of the time. And listen, cravings are practically unavoidable because they are driven by emotions, brain fog, fatigue, and stress. And let's be honest, it's really difficult to avoid those powerful drivers during moments of weakness. I want to set you up for success. Luckily, the blend I'm about to show you will literally help you win a stare-down contest with that cupcake in the break room, right, that keeps staring at you all the time. My Crave Control blend contains peppermint, grapefruit, cinnamon, and ginger. Now, if you don't have cinnamon and ginger essential oils, no worries. Peppermint and grapefruit are effective on their own together. Now, peppermint and grapefruit are scientifically proven to curb cravings. Inhale it or diffuse it for an instant solution there. That's how I do it. Cinnamon and ginger are powerful metabolic boosters and gut support oils. Cinnamon also stabilizes blood sugar levels, so it's a big lifesaver. Now, this blend is amazing for anyone looking to avoid sugar and salty treats during times when cravings are out of control, or at least they feel out of control. So the blend is in a 10 ml roller, because you know how much I love those roller blends. It is seven drops of peppermint, seven drops of grapefruit, three drops of ginger, and three drops of cinnamon or cassia. Either one works. Add the essential oils into the 10 ml roller. Top it off with jojoba oil, fractionated coconut oil, whatever works for you. Roll the blend over your palms and take three to five conscious, deep belly breaths for instant sugar cravings. I mean, you'll knock them out in a second like that. I highly recommend having this blend on hand throughout the day so that you are prepared for any emergency that comes up. Now, if you want more blends like this, I have created a beautiful and effective stress, cravings, and fatigue be gone essential oil cheat sheet with my favorite oils, and the link will be in the show notes, or you can go directly to drmarisa.com slash cravings. Now, What makes my hormone detox program different from other programs comes down to the trifecta where I focus on food elimination, self-care, and beautiful rituals leveraged by essential oils. Now, essential oils aren't necessary, but they do just make it so much better. These three together help you to effectively reset your hormones, heal your gut, and significantly reduce inflammation, which in turn sets off a reverse domino effect. So we are going to fix what may have been going on in the body. As one system heals, so does the next, and the peripheral effects from this unique program become major bonuses. Weight loss, mental focus, relief from pain in your joints, and that feeling of not having to feel overwhelmed or overly anxious. The 14-day hormone detox consists of a 14-day food elimination along with recipes, meal plan, and a shopping list for easy reference, along with easy lifestyle recommendations built in with self-care rituals and targeted essential oils, specifically chosen to reset your metabolism, decrease inflammation, and balance your hormones naturally. 
But it's not just about the meal plan. It's important to include daily protocols for self-care and exercise to truly get the results that you desire. You will find suggested self-care rituals with morning and evening routines for you to practice during the 14 days. It's this lifestyle that I am actively living each day that has made such a powerful impact on my health. How could I not share it with you? You're the reason why I show up here twice a week. You deserve to feel amazing so that you can go and do what God put you on this earth to do. As of today, over 3,000 women and families have completed the 14-day hormone detox jumpstart, and the testimonials have been incredible. Just yesterday, I received a direct message on Instagram from this lovely lady named Lisa. She and her daughter Stephanie completed the 14-day program three weeks ago and decided to continue it because they received such great success. Lisa actually wrote me and said, I had no idea, Dr. Marisa, that by simply changing our diet and incorporating some of your rituals that my daughter's periods would get better and my anxiety would basically go away. I was having trouble with hot flashes on the daily and brain fog, and I've only had one hot flash in the last three weeks. I can finally focus on work. When I first started, I wanted to cheat, so did my daughter, and to go get our favorite Friday night meal at Chick-fil-A, but now I can't imagine ever going back there. Feeling this good is too important to me now. I am now working on my sister to join us. Wish me luck. So what do you think? Are you ready to balance your hormones today? I know I am. I'm always ready to make sure my hormones are working right. If you're finally ready to crush those cravings, increase your energy, and experience powerful results by repairing your gut, your liver, and your hormones by decreasing inflammation in the body, go check out the 14-Day Hormone Detox. I will have the link in the show notes for episode 114, or you can go to drmarisa.com slash detox and check out all the details. The one thing you will see that really matters is how easy I have made it for you because that's always a major consideration when I'm stepping into something big like a health transformation. Now I just want to say thank you so much for stopping by and listening in on the Essentially You podcast. On this next episode coming up, we are continuing the conversation about inflammation, autoimmunity, and the autoimmune protocol with Angie Alt. With over 50 million people diagnosed with autoimmune disease, it's important to know how to eat for your autoimmunity and why the autoimmune protocol is key. You are not going to want to miss this episode. It ties so beautifully into what we were talking about today. Not only does Angie have a powerful story, but she has a powerful mission. And I know that you and I, we all have a friend or maybe even ourselves who are dealing with an autoimmune condition. Goodness knows with over 20% of the population, there's definitely someone in our lives that is being affected. And by educating ourselves, by empowering ourselves with that information, we not only can help ourselves, but we change the community. We educate our families. And that's what these episodes are all about. Until the next show with Angie Alt, have an amazing day.